Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for another opportunity to have our meeting today. Thank you for our meeting last week. Thank you for your teachings and the lessons that we have learned so far. As we continue now, please continue with us. Speak to our hearts once again and help us to change our ways in line with your will. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. I want us to look at Haggai chapter 1. Haggai chapter 1. And we shall be looking at verse 5, verse 6, and then we'll skip to verse 9 to 11. Haggai chapter 1, verse 5, verse 6, and then verse 9 to verse 11. Now therefore, thus says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. You have sown much and bring in little. You eat but do not have enough. You drink but you are not filled with drink. You clothe yourselves, but no one is warm. And he who earns wages, earns wages to put into a bag with holes. Verse 9. You look for much, but indeed it came to little. And when you brought it home, I blew it away. Why? Says the Lord of hosts. Because of my house that is in ruins, while every one of you runs to his own house. Therefore the heavens above you withhold the dew and the earth withholds its fruit. For I called for a drought on the land and the mountains, on the grain and the new wine, and the oil on whatever the ground brings forth, on men and livestock, and on all the labor of your hands. May the Lord bless you of his word in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week we said that we're going to look at the theme, Consider Your Ways, under three subheadings. We described the term consider your ways to mean self-examination. We also said that consider your ways means self-appraisal. It means sitting down and taking thought. It also means weighing your actions or inactions. We said that it means looking back at what has happened and then looking at the present circumstances. And all this we said was in relation to our actions or inactions. Now we want to proceed to the second sub-theme of the global theme, Consider Your Ways. When we look at verse 5, the Lord is telling us to consider our ways by looking at the circumstances of our actions or inactions. So last week, whilst we were looking at the circumstances or the conditions that have arisen because of our actions or inactions, now we are looking at the consequences of those actions or inactions. So in asking us to consider our ways, looking at the consequences of our actions, again, the Lord is asking us to do a self-examination, a self-appraisal, a sitting down and taking thought. He's asking us to weigh our actions and look at the consequences of our actions. The Lord wants us to look at ourselves and ask one question. Is what is happening to me now related to my actions or inactions in the past? So he's asking us to consider what is going on in our lives now and then see, is it related to what God has been talking about? You will recall that for the people of Haggai's time, it was because they abandoned the temple of God and were focusing on their own houses. And God began to tell them that, the reason why you are facing certain situations right now is because you abandoned my house. In the same way, we also have to sit back and look at what is happening to us now and ask, 
Is it because I abandoned the temple of God? Is it because I abandoned my spiritual growth? When you look at verse 6, God begins to tell them some of the problems that they are facing right now. He told them that they had sown a lot and yet they have brought in only little. He told them that even though they eat, they are not satisfied. Even though they drink, they are still thirsty. Even though they put on clothes, they are not warm. So we want to ask ourselves these same questions and see if some things happening to us is related to what God has said about the abandonment of his temple or the abandonment of our own spiritual growth. So one of the questions we want to ask ourselves is, are you getting less from much effort? Are you putting in so much effort and yet the result is little? Another question you want to ask is, do you never have enough? Because the Bible says that we should learn to be content whether we have much or whether we have little. So the question is, are you content with the situation that you are in? Are you having fulfillment, contentment? Are you unfulfilled irrespective of what you have? Some people have a lot of money and yet they are not satisfied. They are not fulfilled. And do you belong to that category? We are not speaking of fulfillment because I have something. We are speaking of fulfillment that comes because God is in us. Then we also want to ask, the income that you are earning, is it meeting your basic needs? I'm not talking of any other need, but your basic need for feeding, for clothing, for accommodation. Are your expectations largely unmet? The Bible says, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desire of your heart. So the question is, are you delighting yourself in the Lord? Is the Lord giving you the desire of your heart in line with his will? You know, the Bible tells us that even when we earn a little, the little that we earn should be able to meet our basic needs because God will multiply that little and it will be enough. The Bible says that the sleep of a laboring man is sweet whether he eats little or he eats much. So is what you have able to sustain you? Is God increasing the little that you have? By the time you get to verse 9, it begins to speak about how God is drying up the heavens, how God is shutting down business yields, business fruitfulness. I will advise us to go during our quiet time at home to read Deuteronomy chapter 28, the whole chapter. It's a very long chapter. And see whether God is blessing you or whether you are under a curse. When the heaven above us is dry, it means that even our prayers will not be heard by God. So the question is, is God answering your prayers? When you put your hand to do your business transactions or whatever it is that you are doing, are you yielding the fullness of that business? God has promised to bless the work of our hands. So when you look at your labor and you don't sense that God is blessing it, you need to examine your ways. You need to examine your ways whether God is meeting you at the point of need or whether you are doing what God wants you to do. We need to examine our lives every time. And then in verse 11, God says that because they refused to build his temple, he brought a famine in their land and in their lives. By the grace of God, sometime later, we shall be discussing this issue of famine in the land and famine in the life. But for now, we want to ask that question. Is there famine in my life? You know, during a famine, people eat all kinds of things. They don't eat proper food anymore. But God has promised that even when there is a famine and we are a delight to him, 
He will make sure that the famine is not in our lives. For example, when there was a famine in Canaan, there was no famine in the life of Isaac. The Bible tells us that when Isaac sowed in that land of famine, he reaped a bountiful harvest because God was with him. If you are experiencing a famine, even if there is a famine in your nation, even if there is a famine in your community, you should not experience a famine in your life. So if you are experiencing a famine in your life, you need to ask the question, am I living right? Am I living as God wants me to live? Have I abandoned the house of God? Have I abandoned my spiritual development? The consequences of our actions or inactions is God's mercy towards us. God uses these consequences to draw us away from wrong actions so that we can change, we can repent, restitute our ways and begin to do what is right. So as we go over these questions in our quiet time, we need to ask those questions that this thing that is happening, is it because I have abandoned the spiritual development of my life? Is it because I have abandoned the work of God? Is it because I have abandoned the building of the house of God? As we go to God and begin to ask him, is this because I did this? Because I did? God will tell you, he will say yes, or he will say no. Don't worry, it's because I'm doing something. But at least you will know that these things are there, not because you disobeyed God, but because God has a plan for your life. So when things are not going as we plan, when things are not looking as good as we expect them to look, it is time to consider our ways and look inward. When we consider our ways, we will not be pointing the finger at somebody else or blaming someone else for our problems. We will put the problem where it belongs, right at our doorstep. This is a time for us to take deep, personal, sober reflection. This is a time for us to look deeply at ourselves, look at our lives, and ask those questions. Are we doing what is right in the sight of God? We ask, are any of the challenges we are facing the consequence of wrong actions that we have taken in time past? And remember, in considering your ways, is not something you do on your own. It's something you do in cooperation with the Holy Spirit. As you look at the Word of God, and I will advise you, like I told you, to read Deuteronomy 28, and also to go over Haggai chapter 1, verse 5 to 6, and 9 to 11, in your quiet time, and then ask, am I facing these things in my life? And as you pray to God, God will tell you, and if God tells you that what you are experiencing is because you have neglected him and neglected his work, then all you need to do is to repent before God. The greatest gift that God has given to mankind, the greatest gift that God has given to Christians is repentance. Because even when we have done wrong, God does not condemn us. Instead, God shows us our wrong because he wants us to return to him through repentance. As we repent, we will change our ways. So consider your ways is with a view to changing your ways. If a person is going in a wrong direction and you tell him that that's the wrong direction, the next question is you ask is, what is the right direction? And when you have told him the right direction, repentance means that he will turn around and take the right direction and continue to go towards the right place. So that if we say that we have repented, then we must change our ways.
So today, as God is asking us to consider our ways, it is with a view to making us change our ways. As God is asking us to consider the consequences of our actions or inactions, it is so that we can change the way we are acting so that it can be pleasing to God. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we want to thank you for our discussion today. I pray that you will help us to consider our ways, not just our actions, but the consequences of our actions. And as we go over these things in our private and quiet time, help us to come to the place of repentance, true repentance in humility, so that we can change our ways. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen.